0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Button Road Show with Johnny G from Just Us here. What's going on, buddy? What's going on. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm
1: doing good. I'm doing real good.
0: <laughs> that was that New York. You heard that New York shit? <laughs> it's like, how you doing? How you doing, how you doing? <laughs> uh, you're So about to make me an offer, I couldn't refuse. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, you know, first off, I gotta tell you. It's very, uh, very seldom do I come across a an application that blows me away, and uh, when I first heard uh, the song we just played, you know, it was one of those songs that gives you chills, man. And I knew once I heard that song, I said I gotta get this guy on the air, bro. Oh
1: man, I I was just sitting there and I and I heard you say the that that the best artist on the rate that you had on your show and blew my mind. I I really appreciate <laughs> that, man. Honestly, like. I heard your show, you know, uh, last week the last week's show, and uh, I was really impressed with what I heard with with you guys. You know, you guys talking about some real stuff, and I appreciate that.
0: You know, somebody has to talk about it. Thank I, you, man.
1: It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing.
0: And you know, people. You know, we got we got a lot of people, especially in the beginning of the show. We had a lot of guests, which were, uh, you know, they were good guests, but they were there because you know they they happened to be at the right place at the right time. And in this case, I feel that it was destiny, man. Like your music is destined to be global, man.
1: I told oh man, you, you you blow me away, man. That's awesome. <laughs> like I was, just, I was just thinking, you know, like my uh, my guitarist, my lead guitarist in my band, Andrew Jaworski. He uh, him and I were just like working on that, you know, cutting things up, and you know, it was like not too long ago, you know, like and to to hear something like that, you know, we we put a lot of hard work in and. So the other players, you know, I, I, they're, they're just amazing. My boy Sam on the drums, Sam Caruso's nasty. And uh, my boy Billy, Bill Thoman on the bass, nasty. I, I just got to say that. And, and my boy Berto Rufi played on the tracks. And it, it's just an amazing, amazing lineup. So I, I can't take all the credit. You know, it was just really, really a really uh, conglomerate effort. You know, there was uh, two females on the album, uh, Christi- uh, Christiana Liberis. She's like worldwide, world world renowned, like a violinist. And then uh, I got Chelsea Mann singing back background vocals. It's just uh, my boy Drew Napoli playing some mean sax. So I, I just I'm just blessed. So I and to hear you say something like that blown uh, me away. Thank you.
0: Listen, you know, and I'm glad I'm glad that you have the attitude that you have because that just shows that you really are a master of your craft, and you're not one of those uh, snobby pricks that knows that he's good. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> because you really are good, bro, and you know that there's there's people out there that they have backup bands that are phenomenal, but they can't put it together. I saw the acoustic video of uh, "Can't Say No" and it's just as good as the album version. So you really know what you're doing.
1: I uh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, that it took a while. You know, it it took a while to just find my own my own little style, my own little feel, and you know, it's just. You know, I, I think that everybody has something to give, give to the world that's gonna make it better. And you know, I think that, you know, I was lucky enough to stumble upon upon this and uh, upon writing. I was always writing since I was since I was a kid, so you know, it just came naturally. And you know, I, the the fact that I, I could, you could say that about me playing by myself. That's that's really special, man. Thank you.
0: No, this shit is serious, man. I. People tell me that I'm good because I play and I sing, and I've been doing this for a while already. So when people tell me that I'm good, it depends on the day, really. And it, it's 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 bad to say this on the air, but I think it depends on how much pot I smoke that day. <laughs> because uh because if I didn't smoke enough and I'm in a shit mood, and you tell me that I'm good, I'm like fuck off, dude. You're lying to me, man. But if I'm nice and ripe and high. Then, yeah. uh, you know, the sky's the limit from that part. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> There's <your laughs> are already touching the motherfucking sky. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us, Johnny, how did you get started with music? Uh,
1: honestly, I mean, I never, I started playing guitar late. I I started, I picked it up when I was like, uh, 18. And, um, I, a friend of mine just came by the house with a guitar. And, uh, I just, you know, I, I, I figured I could play it. And I heard, uh, I heard, um, uh Like a Dave Matthews song, Crash on the radio, and I thought it was like a synthesizer.
0: Yeah, we big Dave Matthews fans over here.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's the man, you know. <laughs> I love Dave Matthews. Um, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a good dude, man. He's a good dude and plays some some really tight some tight riffs. It's ridiculous. But um, yeah, so I I heard Crash on the radio, and my and my friend R was like, he's like, yo, Johnny, that's just guitar, you know. And I was like, get out of here. So then I, a friend of mine showed me how to play it and. I played it and he was like Johnny. How you know I can't even play it. You know I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's, that's how it sounds, right? And he was like, yeah. I was like, well then I don't know. I guess I'll keep playing. And I just started. I just started using the poetry that I used to write and stuff like that. And like started just like throwing songs together and started working. You know, I I, I played an open mic and I was. I was nervous. I was sweating bullets. It was at Fordham, my best yeah. friend. Tom. Oh,
0: man. Everybody's man. nervous for that open mic, man. Oh, man.
1: I was petrified, man. And, and My boy Tom was there, and he comes down with me. He's going to play the bongos with me. Tom McGoldrick, I got, I got to call him out because we go up to play and he goes, "Man, I'm not playing." <laughs> he yo, said, "Yo, yo, pulled out last oh. minute." <laughs> so I go up, I play, by, I play by myself, and there was the worst sound system. It was just a mic and a guitar with no pickup, and I was sweating bullets. And when I was done, I said, That's it. I'm not playing again. I'm never playing again." I go outside. <laughs> Two girls are like, "Wow, that was great. Are you gonna come back next week?" I was like, "Hell
0: yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, That's it. I'm like, I'm, staying in this
0: game." You know what I
2: mean? The power of pussy, man. I talk about this shit all the time. So Texas, one. Texas, shit. <laughs> Texas, one female fan. You could be, you could be the worst at anything in the world. One female fan, and you're back. Oh shit. He walked out
0: of there, man. I'm never doing this shit again. He's <laughs> like, "Wait a minute! I'll be back in two days with new material. <laughs> I'm gonna write new material, custom shit." My God! So, how's the scene in the, in Piedmont? Uh, you know, we we live in the city, obviously. So, there's yeah. a bunch of places to play at. So, is it like, uh, you know, because I got I got a band that's in, that lives in Long Island, and uh, it's very few places to play in Long Island and every place is kind of famous in its own right because there's so like it's it's not a it's not a big place to play so is is Piermont like that is there specific venues that get the most promotion all the time or is it kind of equal throughout
1: i i would say i would say you know the way it is in rockland it's kind of you know in Piermont itself there's the turning point which is basically like a landmark. You know, I uh that's where a lot of artists have have pl- come through and played. It's a very small venue, it's very intimate. Actually, that's actually where I met my drummer. We both he he was like the chef there and I and I came in I helped, started helping him cook in there. And he oh, and he was playing like drums with his with his with the with the tongs and shit and showed me how to play drums and he was busting like Cisco Kid from War and he had all this like old funk going and that's how we kind of got to know each other and uh we became friends and and I started playing there Thursday nights but that that particular place is uh is very is very well known for artists to come through and play they have a a list going like every night um uh, Richie Haven's played there I know uh uh I the through there uh, it's just uh, one of those spots where people try to like pop in and the besides that there's Olives in Nyack you know that that's you know that's pretty well known for original music mm-hmm. um there's not too much you know besides that as far as original spots that's why it's it's been it's been interesting playing as a an original band in rockland we've we've actually done pretty well i mean we we've held crowds you know we've we've uh you know it's it's been ups and downs but we've we've always been asked back to places and you know that's been that's been uplifting you know because a lot of people aren't expecting to hear you know what we're putting out because they never heard it you know and it's uh it's a, it's a it's a different different scene if you got a cover band you could play every every weekend yeah. you know and that's i saw it is in long island yeah yeah exactly and like i mean i i could you know that's why you know i we you could play as many original gigs in the city you know as you, as you want and but it's uh it's a different kind of crowd you got to bring a crowd it's you you get le- less off the street that you than you would think so it's it's different it's different to it's it's it's, it's kind of difficult to get out you know with an original band so i think
0: i think the city now has become a, a real shithole place to develop original artists that's absolutely. just me personally
1: absolutely i i totally agree
0: man totally i think agree. it's it's become too much about the draw and mm-hmm. when it becomes about the draw then people you're gonna have a phenomenal band that doesn't know how to market themselves and you know they'll they'll make music better than Dave Matthews, but they'll never get the exposure because they don't know Photoshop. And then you got the guys who know Photoshop mm-hmm. and write shit songs, but they'll pack out every venue with family and friends because they can present it in an attractive way.
1: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. There's there's definitely that that aspect to it. You know when it's all about the draw. You know, and that's, but that's, you know, I understand. I I worked in the bar business for years. You know, so it's it's definitely part of the 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 business. You know, it's something that I I I understand. I'm not I'm not happy with it because I know that the city scene used to be so much better. Uh, I I particularly think that you know as far as artistic, like, things go in the city. I think if you're you're doing like you know sculpting, if you're painting, if you're if you're trying to be on Broadway, you know what I mean? I think that that's where the spot is. But the way that, you know, you you can't survive as a struggling artist in, in New York City because there's not as much opportunity as there used to be, I think. You know, and yeah. there's, there's less people who are mm-hmm. digging digging that live scene. And that's why people are, you know, are moving out. You know, people are heading down south. You know, I, I got friends going to Nashville, and I got friends signed to, to 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 bands. Yeah, uh, I mean yeah, my, my, I
0: hear Nashville's an amazing place for music.
1: Yeah, I, I hear Austin, Texas blowing up. I mean my my band and I were going down to New Orleans tomorrow for uh, for uh, a showcase uh down to the Cutting Edge conference in uh, Lafayette Square. And you know, like I, I hear good things about New Orleans, but you know, that I also hear that that place is, you know, c- keeps sinking too. So I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. literally.
0: literally. I mean,
1: it's going yeah it's going to be like venice soon so i mean like it's just i feel bad for the, for, the, for the folks down there but uh i'm glad to to go down there and, and uh see what's really going on down there and uh it's going it to you know it should try to get some things done you know but it, that's why i i think that that's why people are moving down, down south you know my friend sherm my friend justin sherman is a guitarist for the band hern kings county and they're on the warner brothers label and he moved down there, and he, he started making music right away. He told me it's a totally different scene. People are uh, constantly collaborating. You know, it's like, it's it sounds like a like a ball. You know what I
0: mean? And, and then, that's, that's a big problem with New York City, I feel, is that everybody's in competition, and there's not enough collaboration.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that, that whole, yeah, because I don't know. I think it's about, I think New York City in general is so competitive, you know, that people don't get that whole you know, peace and love vibes.
0: Because you think about LA and everybody talks about LA like it's, you know, the the paradise of musicians. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you go out there and it's such a relaxed scene. Everybody's stoned. Everybody's, you know, in their own world. Everybody's happy and peace and touch with reality, with life. And then you come to the city where it's all buildings and concrete, and it, it it separates you so much from nature that people just naturally get agitated and and irritated with life.
1: Yeah, no, I I I I agree. I think that you know a lot of a lot of your environment definitely reflects your your art. You know what I mean? And I think I, I saw a quote Adam Duritz said something like that the other day. I saw it on Twitter or something, where he said that you know my music comes from where I am at that time. You know, so. I, I definitely agree with that, and I think that you know, uh, I think, i we've been actually really well. That's why, I, why I love reverb. Like you get a whole analysis of how your music is. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: I love reverb and, nation.
1: Yeah, and like we were out in like, uh, like in California, we're more well received than we are in New York, and like I mean, it just like you know opened up my 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 thought process. I mean, my a couple of friends of mine gave uh, Mike Machinist. They're like on the, they're on the West Coast. They they were. Hit up the West Coast with their band. And, like, they're, they're, they got like 97,000 followers now. Like, they're just like, they're all about it. And, like, it, it gets me thinking, like, you know, like, how, how did, how, what's the best avenue of getting it out and, you know, just grinding. And they, 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 they got a song on uh, NBA 2K12 on, uh, shit, <laughs> yeah, shit. on Xbox. It's uh, a Shinobi Ninja. And they're they rocking that shit. and. What's
2: the name of the song?
1: Uh, th- no, the name of the band is Shinobi Ninja. I I, I forget the name of the song, but it's on TK Twelve because I got to check I got that the game. out.
2: Though. Yeah, I yeah, I gotta check got that game. out when I get home.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. We <laughs>
2: <laughs> my but,
1: brother blew my me and my brother's mind. We played the first game.
2: Like, I, I mean, I understand just uh, what you guys mean about the uh, about the music in the city. And I mean, one of the things I feel it's hard for uh, up and coming artists to get in and like break in in the city. Is because so many people just don't also want to listen. Instead, they they rather listen to the hot 97s, the Z100s, the Power 105s, the 923s. Mm-hmm. They rather listen to the mainstream instead of giving someone who has a message and frankly, quite frankly, way better music a shot to be listened to. And I mean, I mean, in the city, people's oh, head are always gonna be up their ass in this city, at least. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's their loss, man. Because at the end of the day, I do feel. Some people, if you, when your music is good enough, you'll make it. You, you'll get there, and it, it's just a thing where it takes time. And when when you, when you see someone with talent like like what your band has, it's it's all for me. Looking at it. it's just a matter of time.
1: Well, I I I, I definitely appreciate that, man. And you know, I uh, I definitely believe that. You know, believe that. You know, when you when you got the right people and you got the right attitude surrounding a situation that it, it it's got nothing but you know nothing but but potential and i i i definitely appreciate what you're saying because that's the kind of thought process i have to have somebody anybody in that kind of situation has to have to to keep going with it and just to keep enjoying what they're doing you know that's that's usually the 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 reason anybody you know continues to do anything is cuz it, it brings it, it brings them a lot of a lot of happiness, you know. And yeah. that and that's uh something that that people should try to have in their lives cuz then it'll spread and that's, that's what people need
0: then. in their lives.
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> People need <laughs> you get, that shit. <laughs> oh yeah. And you gotta, it got it it's it's the ripple effect, you know what I mean?
0: And it's like, you know, we're talking about this and if you, if it it's reminding me of uh what I said before about the Button Road show how uh, recently it had reached a point where it was all about business and it wasn't about, you know, the pleasure of doing this show. And I think that for the people who look at uh, music or art in general as a business, then you're never going to go anywhere. I think the people that look at it as a business are going to stay in the same spot that they are originated from. And it's the people who continue to care about the art it's yeah. the people who, you know, they go out there. You don't You don't see the guy that's hustling CDs on the corner get the deal. You see the guy that never leaves the studio, that doesn't give a shit if anybody's buying his CDs. He's just going to keep pumping out the tracks. Those are the guys who make it. Yeah. And uh, also, it's, it's, it's about your definition of success, too, because you look at somebody, and we talk about uh, a lot about Drake. You know, you look at somebody like that who's coming out in his albums and openly saying how miserable he is. Uh, You know, aside from the fact that he's rich, that he's paid, that he has the quote unquote success that, you know, mainstream media is telling you is important to to life. And you look at that, then you realize that maybe that isn't success. Maybe success is just changing somebody's life. And looking at this show now, if we have one person tuning in or a million people tuning in, then they're going to get the same button roach that uh, anybody would get because it's about the content and it's about the love of doing this it's not about getting that check anymore
1: absolutely man and that's that's, that's what it's all about man it's about you know continuing to to hone your craft you know and and the, it's what like, you could always improve you know it's you could always every show can be a better show you know every track can be a better track you know or or just feel better feel good or different and unique you know it's special in its own way and like if you approach your craft like that then you know that that's how you make masterpieces, man. Like that's how, you know, like Shakespeare didn't write fucking five poems; he wrote like thousands yeah. upon thousands. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's it, it, the, the the Da Vinci, Michelangelo—they they, they, they did it for years. You know, it's it just was came was like a part of them. You know, and that's what it it should be. You know, it should be, you know, something constant. You know, constant, constant that you just want to improve. You know, like like Michael Jordan, you know, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 you just never stop. And when you stop getting better, then yeah, it's time to hang him up. But he's still playing, he's still painting, you know, he's every, that's, that's how it goes with, with, with your passion. And if you keep that as your center, as your focus, then you can persevere through a lot of things, you know, and it, it, it spreads, man, the, that goodness spreads like that. It's, it's something special and it's actually tangible. Like people say it's like something you don't see, but you could see it,
0: you Yeah, know? you can,
1: yeah, absolutely, and it's
0: people that that they're so blind that they don't see it, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, a lot of people too like you know they they it's it's not apparent, you know i I think that it's it's just it you know everybody's got got their own things and but and only dealing with with their lives and what not and but I think that if everybody could just let it in for a minute, you know, and know it feels better that way, you know, then, then everybody would be happier. But, you know, I think everybody's trying. You know, I hope, I hope everybody's trying. You know, that's what, that's what the, the dream is,
0: you know. And I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I can admit this. I'm guilty of this. <clears throat> you know, I'm in the city a lot, so there's a lot of, I don't want to say old people, let's say senior <laughs> citizens, who are still playing, who are still out there playing gigs
1: yeah and yeah.
0: uh you know i used to say when i first started playing gigs in 08 i used to see these people and i used to think to myself like wow if i'm that age and i haven't made it yet then fuck that like right. but at the end of the day these people are happy playing these gigs these people are happy doing what they love to do before they die the system is rigged yeah not everybody's meant to be famous not everybody's gonna fit that spot no matter how hard you work, no matter what you do, there are some people like I I take Bud and Roach as an example. We go on the year every week and we tell the truth, something that the media doesn't want, something that the elite doesn't want. So you think that the man, quote unquote, is going to fucking pay us. We're never going to be that mainstream. is never going to be a mainstream show. You're never going to see us on MTV or anything like that. And I'm fine with that. Right. I'm fine well, with that. It's well, about being a legend in your own right. And I think that uh, success is defined by by you. I don't think it's defined by society.
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely agree to that one hundred percent. You know, uh, I also I also uh, you know do think that 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 the truth that that the same way that same way that lies are contagious, the truth is contagious as well. You know, and I I think that you know as far as what we were saying before, like and which what you exactly what you just said right now is like the 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 fact that you keep honing your craft the show the show keeps progressing you get more listeners you know you got one more tonight you know what i mean you got one with me you know so yeah. like you know like the the every more listen you listener counts yeah every, yeah and every everybody everybody who who's going to listen you know they're going to feel it you know uh it, it's it's something it's something that that you, uh, that that if you you just keep going with it, it, it's gonna roll with you. You know, it's it it'll, it'll roll on its own. That's I, I I truly believe that, and it, it'll f- fall right in the place where it's supposed to be. And you know, you just gotta keep pushing, keep grinding. You know,
0: keep 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 doing that thing. And above everything else that we've said, fuck the mainstream media, man. If you guys <laughs> if you guys are still watching uh, Fox News to get a, a reliable information. <laughs> then then you might as well be in the fucking uh, land of oz with the with the uh, you know with the fucking midgets and the the whole fucking movie bullshit you <laughs> guys walk are lost down the man.
2: yellow brick road go see what the emperor could give you fuck like fuck of off
0: here. there's too many holes in everything that they say and we debunk this shit every week
2: yes man you i mean when you the, the biggest thing for me when it comes to the mainstream media is how it's never the same story you, you would think that they could at least get one cohesive story together, and it's never like that. It's never like that, and I mean, did you guys see? And this is for Johnny too. Did you see uh
0: when uh what was it? Jesse Ventura went on Pierce Morgan. Did you see that?
2: Oh, when uh when uh, he tried to call him, a, what did he call him a crackpot or something? Yeah, he called him a fucking a crack crackpot, crackpot or <laughs> something. And, and he said, how many people think I'm up here making uh, valid points? And everybody went crazy. And like, how many up here think I'm a crackpot? And that <laughs> shit fell silent.
0: <laughs> like, there's so... It's such bullshit. And it's so blatant. Like, if you see this interview, and I don't know if you... Did you see it, Johnny? No,
2: I didn't see the interview. You
0: got to see it. YouTube uh, uh, is Jesse Ventura on Pierce Morgan's show. Okay. And he destroys him. And Pierce, he is... Uh, if you watch this... And you just kinda of divide the situation as Pierce Morgan being the voice of the mainstream media and Jesse Ventura being the voice of logic. Right. Like you would see all the lies that have been told to us in the past decade about nine eleven, which gets blasted on yes. this fucking thing. Jesse really? Ventura goes ham on that
2: shit. I eh? mean Jesse Ventura, I, I respect him. I respect the shit. You gotta out of him fucking respect because him. Because he's he's someone who says I believe in my government, but when they're lying you can see see they're lying, I'm not going to sit for that. I'm not going to take it. And he speaks up on it. On his show, you would think, okay, he has a mainstream show. He really makes a lot of valid points, and a lot of people don't know that he's had a couple of episodes uh, referring to 9-11 be banned, that they won't allow him to produce them or put them on air. Like They just shelved them and put them in a box somewhere.
0: And all this shit ties together. Everything ties together from the music industry, the film industry, every industry has representatives that attend Bilderberg Group, which we spoke about before. They attend Bohemian Grove, which we spoke about before in California. If you guys don't know about this, you can go on Bud and Roach TV on com and check it out. But everything is meant to keep people at a certain spot. So as much talent as uh as Johnny G has <clears throat> and I'm speaking realistically you're gonna have to do this on your own don't ever rely on labels or management companies or any of that bullshit to make decisions for you and your band cuz I've been there and I'm still there and I have to deal with this shit so okay.
2: I, in 2008,
0: you know, I was running around with a with a label that had affiliations to a major label, and I got to see firsthand how bullshit the industry is. And uh, you have way too much talent to be wasted on a, on a record deal, bro. You should be out there, and you should be on the front lines of protests, and uh, you should be making it happen, and you are making it happen, man. And we, we commend you, and that's why we've been playing your music, because fuck the mainstream.
1: Yeah, I uh, I really I really appreciate that man. I really appreciate that I do, and I definitely I, I definitely will heed your advice. You know, I I know that I know that it, uh, there's.
0: I a lot know it's that- tempting, bro. That major deal is tempting, and you yeah. definitely gotta have the talent for it. But just yeah. look at all the people who made it, and uh, just see how miserable these people are at this day and age. Because that's what it's about. It's about this day and age. This is a video that I was showing. Uh, I was showing my brother yesterday. Of Billy Joe from fucking the Green Day. He was playing at the at the Radio Festival. You guys can check this shit out. It's on YouTube. I, I they cut his it. set short for Usher to go long. They cut their set. And this is Green Day. They've been around since the 80s. Wow. They got their set cut short from 45 minutes to 25 minutes so that Usher can have a longer time. Why is Usher still in the limelight? Because he found Justin Bieber. That's what's keeping Usher there.
2: I mean, I've been saying it for years, man. I'm tired of Usher. This nigga needs to retire. So like, up. Stop it! He right? Can't what dance the fuck? anymore. Nigga can't sing anymore. Like live, his performances are terrible, man. Like, he's a, he sounds horrible live, and, and 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 it's ridiculous. The same shit goes for Rihanna, man. She cannot sing for shit live. She's not t- and do these- you see how many of these people? I, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. From. You see how many of these people that are mainstream when they're so live, trash. when they don't have all this shit fucking backing them in the studio, all these fucking machines tuning their voice to sound perfect. How horrible they truly sound, and and people still just go out and buy it like a, like like they're buying talent when they're not.
1: Yeah, it's the truth. People people will you know people buy a lot of what's put put in front of their face. You yeah. know. and you know that's why you know. It, it, it it's always a struggle trying to get out you know what i mean it's always gonna gonna be a struggle trying to break through you know for anybody you know is because you know people are gonna keep taking what's what's put in front of their face as 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 what it is you know and you know I think that i I honestly think that especially with the the internet like a lot of people say it's like it's hurting things, but you know it's 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 also not allowing some things to slip through the cracks, you know what I mean? Uh, The fact that there's a lot more information out there, you know, does help people realize that, you know, there's other things, you know, that there's other thoughts and other points of views and perspectives to, to view, to view most, most aspects, aspects of society, you know what I mean? And uh, me for one, like uh, uh, my brother, uh, he's got the HBO uh, .com, com, and he, and i was watching uh the there's like a political section of it and i was watching uh too big to fail you know and i got a lot of information about uh about the the bailouts in 2008 yeah. and, and most people know, don't it, know
0: about that shit
1: yeah exactly you know and and i, I without the internet you know i mean I, you only you only see what they put in front of your face you know so i think that you know uh especially you know somebody in my position you know, I'm a hustler on a daily basis. I'm working all the time. That's just how I, how I was raised, you know. And, you know, to be able to get music out for people to hear, uh, you know, and to pass along and to keep making connections and to, you know, to, to listen to other music and to, to listen, you know, to get other people's, you know, arts and, and views in. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's pretty, it's, it's a, it's, I think it, it's beneficial, you know. And I think that ultimately, ultimately, you know, just in life, you know, cream rises right to the top uh that's just how it goes. I think it should, you know, be that like I remember I was in basketball camp one time and, you know, like somebody was you know said like it if there's a there's a guy in you know, in the middle of Africa and he's seven foot fucking two and he could throw it down, they're gonna find him. You know what I mean they're gonna fucking find him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they it's gonna happen, you know, because it's it, they're not gonna let him slip through. You know, like there there's people out there who wanna dig. Now you know, you get a YouTube video of that, that guy. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't have to go digging, you know, like through fucking World Star getting yeah. chased by lions like fucking Jim Dolan and sports
0: videos yeah. are all over World Star.
1: Exactly. You know what I mean? So the, the 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 opportunity, you know, gives you you get a little bit more opportunity in that sense. But there's still you know, there's still there's still that mainstream that is, you know, dominating that dominates the you know the large portion of things but you know it's it's not as it's not as much you know people you know people are trying to break through and i think it's starting to happen
0: and you know you 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 raised an interesting point and i just have to say this is that people have asked me because at the end of the day we don't really generate any revenue from the show we just do this show because we love the show And uh, when people ask me about the Wake and Bake, because it is at seven in the morning, and I do wake up every weekday at 6.30 a.m., and I don't have a fucking job. Like I work this show. I've been trying to get a job for six months already. And I just work this show, and I've been doing nothing but this show, me, and Enzo. And uh, when people tell me, why do you wake up at 6.30 in the morning to play independent records from artists that you just kind of met through Reverb Nation? My answer is, fuck the mainstream. There you go. Fuck these people who's out there at 6.30 in the morning doing the same shit that I'm doing, playing trash to indoctrinate you. I'm doing the alternative. I am the alternative. So if you guys, you know, you don't want to wake up and listen to the bullshit, then you wake up and you listen to the wake and bake.
1: Exactly. I mean, that's, that's, and that's, that's the perspective that is being more and more welcome, you know, on a daily basis. You know but
0: it's I mean? music like yours that, that makes it worthwhile to wake up and play music. Exactly. Because if I was going to wake up to play trash every day, I wouldn't want to fucking wake up. If I'm waking up to play some fire, then of course I'm going to wake up. I'm going to hit the pipe. You know, it's the waking bit. <laughs> 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 you got to get it going. So, exactly. Right. Your music, you know, Big Limb, you know, the other guest that we have coming on later, his music. I played both of you guys this morning on the Wake and Bake, and that shit really gives me energy, man. You guys are really doing it. Thank and, you, man. Uh, and with you, that, man. that being said, if anybody wants to uh, listen to your music, where can they find you?
1: They could uh here at uh, ReverbNation.com, backslash just us here.
0: And uh, Johnny, you already know I'm going to keep spinning your records on the Wake and Bake, and uh, this isn't the last time you're going to hear from Butter and Roach, bro. You're in the city, so eventually, well, you're in the state, but eventually we're going to... We're gonna get you in the city at some point, and uh, we'll do a vlog. We'll do a lot of things together, and I, I wanna, I wanna do a track together. Let's try to do a track.
1: I'm down, bro. I'm always down to collaborate, man. I really am, and I'm always down to city too. I got my folks. Everybody's down there. My whole family. So
0: that's perfect.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh, um, definitely stay in touch, guys, and keep,
2: keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing. it. Yeah, man. You too, man. Keep making good music, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's
0: strong shit, bro. Real strong.
1: We'll do,
2: bro. Thank you very much. And ladies and gentlemen.